No, no, just yeah, just okay. just go beep and then we'll just keep running it. True, true. Word. But not nah, fucking um so yeah, we're finally able to coordinate, bro. I fucking between football and working and having an employee that paints the ceiling the color of the walls and the walls the color of the ceiling. We've been doing a lot of work. <laughs> and we figured it I figured it out when to record. Yeah, yeah, we'll make it work, you know what I mean? So I guess I guess we could start off this episode because this the message was titled A Must Read. So I guess we must read it. Okay. Right? Enough. So it says, to whoever, whoever thinks Nick and Gimpy are gay together, they're just jealous of the bond we have. True friendship and brotherhood is hard to come by. With that being said, I think jealousy is a form of flattery. No need for the anonymity. Whatever the fuck that says. Anonymity. Yeah, whatever. Here, this is Gimpy. Okay, Gimpy, you didn't have to use that big word, but Gimpy is calling out whoever says you guys are gay together. So, so. I actually let Gimpy know that we we now know who said we were gay together. And what did he say? He was like, bro, now I feel bad. I would have never, like, thrown that out there had I known <laughs> it was him. Bro, he, like, he thought it was your dad, so he was, he was, a, little, he was a little off. Can you hear me? My bad. It said, yeah. bro, bro, bro. It cut out real quick. What did you say? No, no, no. Right after um, I said that, that he said he wouldn't have said that had he known who wrote it. The, yeah. the service started to cut out. Oh, no. I said he was so far off with who it was. Yeah. Who he dude, thought he it was. Yeah, he thought it was my dad. As if my fucking father knows how to use an iPhone. <laughs> or even get to this messaging app. Yeah, exactly. Dude, my father fucking... Bro, if you can go back to a pager and a Nextel, you would. I'm just... I'm, I'm, and I lost 20 bucks to him on the fucking Browns game. Speaking of, you lost 20 bucks to me, too, and you haven't paid. Oh, yeah, I'll pay you, too. Yeah, yeah. As okay. long as the money goes towards, like, advertisement for the podcast. Yeah, dude, actually, um, I got to talk to you. Um, I was – I'm got this this business thing, and I was going to do it by myself, but now Gimpy wants to, to partner on it. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty dope. I'll talk to you when we get off, though, but it'll be pretty fat. I, I, okay. I think it would be a good idea. Should, should we start start this off with, like, a, with a good-ass listener question? Yeah, what do you got? All right, here we go. And and Diamond, or whatever you call them, can tap in, too. It says, have you ever been on a date and made the chick pay for dinner? Most definitely. All right, so you you set it off. What do you got for us? Yeah, so I was at Cheesecake Factory here in Denver, and um, my phone's low. I'm I'm not the type of guy to lie or whatever the fuck, but, yeah, my phone's low. I have, like, I'm I'm talking, like, a dollar and 50 in my bank account. And... (laughs) I literally pulled the old trick of me going to the bathroom. Like, hey, I'll be right back. Oh, bro, I sat in the bathroom like 15 minutes, not going to lie to you. And, oh, she, no. and she texted me, and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I stepped outside to talk to my team leader real quick. Can you, uh, can you like, cover me real quick? And she was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Long story short, I had to dart back to base because I came up with this this tremendous lie saying that we were having a health and welfare. Well, that is where they go through all your shit. Like, they're doing, like, a cell block shit. Just give me a cell block shakedown. They just go through and, and basically rummage through everything you own. That was a first date? Oh, uh, no, it was a third date. Was that the last one? Oh, yeah, most definitely. She <laughs> she blocked me and all that because she found out I was lying because she was also talking to a guy in the barracks. Ooh. Yeah. Well, good Ooh. thing you made her pay them. That's city boy shit right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. damn. Nick, what about you? I know you had a, probably had a, quite a few chicks paying for you. No, no. See, 
I had a different philosophy, right? I had a thing where it's like, all right, I'll pay for that kind of stuff, right? Because it's it's minute, you know what I mean? Like, what's the most that dinner could really cost? You know what I mean? Hey, trust me, it depends. Well, yo, yeah, I mean, I've been to Vegas, bro. So, I mean, I've paid, you know, three hundred plus dollars for dinner just for me and you know me and Lola. So it's like I know how expensive shit can get. But get this, right? Um, I would. How do I put this eloquently? I would fucking pay for the things like dinner and shit, but then somehow I would be able to finesse my way into getting like larger purchases made for me. Like um, the biggest purchase I think ever for me with a person who I really wasn't with uh, would be a motorcycle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I got, um, I got bought a, uh, Harley Davidson electric glide uh, by a girl once. I, I guess, I guess, yeah, dinner. Yeah, I guess that evens out. Nah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's just how you go about it. I don't know. Not, and I don't want like any of our listeners to think that I'm out here just like using women and stuff because that's not the case. But it's like I've always been super traditional. But then there's been some instances where I was like, oh, it's either going to be me or her, or in you know Diamond's case here, it's either going to be for me or for somebody else. So I might as well, you know what I mean? Yeah, tra- traditional. I feel like that's we were, that's how we were raised. Like we just oh, yeah. assumed that we had to pay for them, anyways. You know? Yeah. But I'm trying to think. Okay, I went on a first date once. Well, not once. But I went on a first date with this one girl, and the bill came, and she was like, "Oh, don't worry, I got it." And I'm looking at her sideways, like we talked about this. Have we? Yes. Yeah. So I looked at her sideways, and I'm like. Are you sure? And she's like, yeah, don't worry about it, blah, blah, blah. You drove, whatever. I mean, long story short, short is we ended up dating. But, I mean, it didn't last long. But, yeah. yeah I mean, I I don't know, man. I'm just, like, super traditional. Even now, like, with my family and shit, like, I – all right, it's different now because, like, I don't want to be an adult, right? Like, I don't – well, not I don't want to be an adult. I don't want to do adult things. So my whole shit is it's, like – Whatever I make and shit like that, honestly, at this point in life, I just want Lola to just break me off, you know, give me something that I could blow on whatever I want from crack rock to fucking whatever. Then keep the, you know, pay all the bills, you know, out of, out of mine or her money, whatever the fuck. And then keep money in like our shared account for whatever. But it's like, I'm, I'm tired of paying bills, bro. I don't know if this, it kind of segued, you know, from the listener question into this, but I don't want to do it anymore. And you guys, I know you guys are both married, but for me, a guy who's out, I'm not really in the field. I've, I've been chilling. But once I get back out there, how many dates until we go half on it? Like on the meal and shit like that. None. When you get, when you live together, that's when you can start. None? Yeah, dude. I don't think oh, no. I've oh, ever no. like let a girl pay for stuff. What? Like, yeah, I don't know. I just kept shit traditional. Like, my thing is, well, things like this would happen. Like, okay, you know, I would always be the guy paying for, you know, dates and shit like that. But then it's like, you know, you have uh, something decent of an option when it's like, they'll okay. All right, prime example. I'll just, I'll use I'll use Lola, right? Like, I would pay for all the dates. We go on dates. I pay for dates, whatever. And then fucking eventually, it got to a point where she would just start thinking of like shit like and just do it so i don't know so it's like my thing is if i'm going and you know i'm paying for dates and things like that whatever 
I don't even consider it like uh, I like it, I don't even take into consideration the fact that hey I might not be paying today. You know what I mean? It just I would kind of feel weird if it was paid for for me. And then my thing is like you know with let's you know for Lola and shit like for example if I'm paying for dates and doing all this shit and and all that stuff it's like but hey these new Jordans are coming out you know she just buys them for me without like she she bought me like Chippewas and shit back when I was uh, into those with like all the club shit and stuff. Was this when you guys you guys were dating then, or you guys? Yeah, no, 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 dating. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is like fucking. So it's like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, you got me, you know, three hundred eighty dollar boots that fucking, you know, I could have bought for myself, but it's like, in a way, she was kind of like paying back on those dates. You know what I mean? Like with things like that, whatever. Just like thoughtfulness. Yeah, I mean, I dated a girl once where, like, obviously, I took care of all the meals and shit, but like, she will pay for like when we try, like, went somewhere to travel. She'll pay for the flights the hotels and shit like that i mean because she had a good job so i just took care yeah. of the food and shit like that i couldn't complain yeah i mean there's a give and take i mean my thing is like even amongst friends i don't think you should like count money like that that's why i hate more than yeah and diamond here is, is yawning for one unprofessional and he's uh he's nodding in agreement as if you could see him um but the thing is is fucking like even with like friends like that shit bothers me like if we're out and someone's like, oh, can we can we get like six separate checks? It's like, what the what the fuck? Like, yeah, bro. I agree with that. you know what I mean? Like, nah, just fucking you get it, I got it. Like, why are we keeping a fucking tally? You know what I mean? That what, is true. What me and my wife do, uh, we so so I pay for the fast food and then she pays for like the big restaurants type of deal. And it and it kind of adds up because like we eat fast food like almost every other. And then we go out to eat at like a big red rest, like a restaurant for like twice or like three times out the month. So that's another way of looking at things too. But now they're going to be living together starting November 1st. So we're going to see if uh, they're still on that fast food or if they're back, you know, to how certain people were with just nothing but corn dogs in their freezer. We're going to have to get like a, a 60 day update on them. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Do you, yo, do you cook? <laughs> Me? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, he said he cooks though. All right. All right. That's we'll a start. see. We'll see. Well, you were talking about uh, money and shit. I mean, it kind of just ties into the next question we have here. So yeah, we got this. Is what it says. So one time I nutted in a girl, and she happened not to be on birth control. And I knew my boy had a plan B at his house for emergencies. So I went to his house, and he made me buy it off of him for twenty five dollars. Am I wrong for questioning my friend's loyalty because he wouldn't give me the plan B for free? No. Is that an anonymous question? Oh yeah, it is. Fuck. Um. I don't want to like your your boy has the plan B there for emergencies. If he gives it to you for free, you're then he's then gonna have to go to CVS or Walgreens and buy another one for fifty bucks. Not that I know the price or anything, but damn. Yeah, no, I thought they were sixty bucks, but I mean, I don't even know. But listen, your boy's giving it to you. For half off and saving you the embarrassment from going to Walgreens and CVS and having to ask for it behind the counter. That is true. No, so you're a thousand percent right. And it's like, I haven't had to buy one of those since I was a young lad. But the thing is, is fucking uh, with those. Um, by the time I was in like Texas and shit, Noodle, shout out to Noodle again. Uh, avid listener, my guy. Um, he worked in this shit called the BMSO. So they had. I mean, he's out of the army now, so I could tell this. But basically, he would steal a bunch of shit. And when people needed, like, amoxicillin for whatever reason, 
clinda clindamycin or whatever it is for whatever reason plan b's uh you know things like that he would just have them and he would he would give them to you because he stole them but the thing <laughs> is like yo if your boy is giving you a discounted rate like my thing is it would be fucked up if your boy was like oh you're in a bind huh all right well yo i'll sell you this shit for 150 bucks then you're like oh shit but yo he gave it to you for 25 bro like Bro, what what's more serious? If you're that stressed about potentially having a baby with this girl, then yo, twenty five dollars should be nothing. Like, come on, man. What's the what's the price of diapers? It varies, but they're they're not cheap. Exactly. So twenty five bucks gonna save you a lot of fucking money. But not only that, why are you uh, running around here unsafe anyways? You know what I mean? Maybe the baby is the least of your concern. What if you're uh, you know, if you're having intercourse with a girl that you can't trust to potentially or potentially not have a child or whatever, how are you going to trust that she doesn't have fucking prepare to beat this out? But, you know, AIDS. Well, this is a college student because I, it says oh, the college at the bottom. <laughs> oh, it says the college at the bottom? Yeah. Oh, man. But I'm not going to give it away. But, yeah, just think, okay, a college student. Like, they're not thinking logically when you're – when you're going back to the dorm rooms on a Saturday night and shit like that. You're not thinking about wrapping up. Yes. See, my thing is I went to the army. Okay. And I didn't do any of this crazy frolicking that you guys are doing. Okay. What do you have to understand? This is a college. This is not just a grown ass man. Who's already lived life. But the question was, is he wrong for questioning his friend's loyalty? All right. So yeah, to go back to the question, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, why would you question your boy? You know what I mean? See, I thought you were going to go completely different with this question. I thought you were going to be like, yo, my boy will figure out a way to pay it back to me at some point. If your boy doesn't have $25, you shouldn't be having sex. <laughs> <laughs> yo, like, honestly, like, I'm not on, like, bro, come on. What the fuck are we doing? The title of the pod right there. Yeah, if you don't have $25, you shouldn't be having sex. That, I mean, you'd be seeing homeless people have sex outside all the time. I was just thinking about that, bro. Remember when they had all those fucking, um, they would like quarantine people together and shit like that. And like, uh, like Salvation Army places and everything. Like basically they were just scooping people up and separating them, uh, when we didn't know what the fuck COVID really was. And while they had, which made no fucking sense. Cause you'd put 50 people inside of a fucking cafeteria at a fucking elementary school and quarantine them for 15 days, all of them in there at once. And people were complaining that on their cots and shit, they could hear at night, like, couples having sex. Like, yo. Like, what do you, you gotta be, that's max like, level horny, though. Yeah, like, chill out, man. Like, at, at that point, you can't quarantine at a hotel or whatever. So, if you don't have the $25 even for, you know, between the two of you, 50 bucks or something, get a little motel action or whatever, you should be having sex. Yeah. Dude, imagine if you had to have a certain amount of money and a certain credit score to have sex. There'll be a lot less babies out here. Wow. You took it there, huh? You took it to the demo <laughs> thing. I was thinking along the lines of like, okay, wow. All right. Uh you you wanna you wanna lead into that a little bit? Who me? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, why there'll be a lot less babies? Yeah, yeah. it personal. Bro, here's the thing is like fuck. I, I think Are I you saying people that. with good credit scores and money in the bank don't have kids? No, but you'll see people who could barely, barely take care of themselves money-wise, financially struggling, struggling, and then they will go ahead and have a kid. No, I'm with you. I agree. Like, on purpose. 
Um, I happen to know like certain people who like don't have their shit together that are like in my age bracket now. Let's let's call my age bracket now. Let's just call it. Let's just say thirty to thirty nine, right? Mm-hmm. But like they're like, oh, you know, I don't have my shit together. I'm fucking struggling with everything, whatever. Potentially already have kid kids plural. And they're like, yo, I have to have another one now, even though I'm single or whatever. I got to find someone to have a baby with now because I might miss my train. Wow. No, no pun. I might miss like that wave if I wait any longer and I won't be able to have any more. Dude, funny that I know it's like a similar situation like that where a girl was trying to put a time frame on some Mm -hmm. on one of my homeboys that have a kid with her. She said it needs to be done in like the next two years. You think any either one of them have a stable job right now? No. Do they both live with their parents still? Yes. I'm talking about having a damn kid. This is the point I'm talking about. Do they about. both live in Middletown? Huh? No. Oh. All right. Yo, it's funny. I was having a conversation too. In, I don't in Connecticut. Say... Both live in Connecticut, though. That's it. That's all I'm going to leave it at. Okay. That narrows it down to like 5 million, but no problem. Yo, so fucking. Bro, we uh... got good listeners out there who will figure it out. <laughs> oh, they definitely will. But, yo, my thing, too, is, like, um, something that you see in Middletown, right? Like, it's so common. Speaking back on, like, to to recall the whole Jordans thing. Yo, you'll see so many dudes, like, fire Jordans, fucking Cubans on the whole nine, fucking Versace, fucking Dior, bubble jacket, you name it. But they're walking. Yes. All you have to do, hey, not talking any shit. But drive down East Main, like towards uh, like passing Flower Street and passing like uh, the Oso Road there to, to go towards Maplewood. Just drive down there. At any given time, you'll see somebody walking that route with like fire fit on, like unreal fucking all gold, everything fucking brand new Jordan, everything fucking walking. Right. Go, go, going to catch that public transport. And you know what else is crazy? You ever notice that in Middletown, there's something in the water, bro. And I think it's from the twin reservoirs there. And I think it's eating people's brain, bro. New, new, new conspiracy. I haven't been around. I haven't been in Middletown hanging out in a minute, but you're right though. I get on Facebook. I see the shit, the people I went to high school with. I see all this and I'm like, bro, there's something in that fucking water out there. No, no, no. But get this. I'm going to say this to you. And then once it like, Clicks and anyone else who who is like Middletown looks lit, bro. Middletown is not lit. It's not. Oh, he's looking up Middletown on fucking on this. this okay, so yo, check this out. If you drive through Middletown, this is what this is what I'm thinking. There's the problem, right? There's some kind of brain eating amoeba, right? So you could drive by any like area that we grew up in, and you will find a dude walking and aggressively rapping at the same time to no one. 100%. Yo, 100%. That's a fact. So you have tweakers in Middletown. No, but I don't think they're tweakers. I think there's something wrong in the water because like, I don't know them personally. And it's like, yo, they're like good dudes or whatever. But, bro, drive down Walnut Street and you will see three, four, five dudes not walking together, not like in some fucking, um, you know, uh, front of the barbershop, like quartet type deal. No, these are, they're individuals and they'll have on headphones most likely with the cord that plugs into the phone and they're aggressively violently rapping throwing their arms around crow hopping throwing punches and just rapping their ass off no that is true because when i used to go to wild, wild fitness in middletown you know that's where every middletown head went in any time mm-hmm. of the day you'll go in the gym 
there is at least one guy in there just rapping whatever fucking music he has on his headphones out loud. Anytime yeah. you go in there, there's at least one guy doing that. But I only see that in Middletown. I'll tell you what, I didn't see that shit in Germany or Spain. <laughs> Dude, I didn't see that shit in your, <laughs> near your house in New Britain. I didn't see that shit in Meriden. I, like, yo, could you imagine, like, these Oyes and stuff that live out in Meriden fucking doing some, like, reggaeton rapping while they're going down the street? <laughs> you know what? You know what Meriden has over Middletown? What's that? Everyone in Meriden drives. <laughs> yo, it might be the loudest lowered rusty ass honda civic you've ever seen in your life with the fucking the frog on the cd hanging from the rear of a mirror if you you know what i'm talking about i'm visualizing and, it right now yes and it's just i'm like damn okay you was that same, same dude though we knew when you were coming with them i speakers. didn't have no loud ass shit the speakers? Oh, speakers. No, no, no. But I'm talking like, okay, okay. Here's what I'm talking about. You ready for this sound effect? Ready? Okay. Here. Yeah, okay. Right? Dude's dude's putting holes in the exhaust pipe. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, that's all you... You'll never see anyone in Meriden fucking walking unless they're from Middletown and they somehow made it to Meriden. <laughs> see, this is why I told you you're... This is why you're so good on the podcast to talk about race because no, you can't get canceled. No, you I can't. have multicultural kids. Mm -hmm. Your wife is Spanish. Like, no, you can't get canceled. No, I, yeah, for sure. Cannot. Like, how can they cancel you? I'm uncancelable. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the ticket to it, right? So last episode, we talked about that whole ally thing. Yep. Here's that, that blew up on TikTok, by the way. People oh, were fucking word. what we had to say. I'm glad we got our audio back. But here's here's the thing. It's fucking I'm just racist enough so that you know I'm not racist. Yeah. You agree? I mean I, I agree with that. Okay. What about what about diamonds ethnic? I feel like I feel like everyone's a little bit racist. I mean, I'm even racist sometimes but if towards I, my own people and other people. It depends if, who it all depends yeah. who you ask. But my thing is if I if I was here pushing that, Diamond, get in. You're an ally. Do you want to go and get some Checking today, you'd be like, "What yeah, the yeah. fuck?" See, they're, yeah, yeah, I, I was like, "Yeah, bro, you look weird." Yeah, but that's like a lot of white people. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I don't. Yeah, a lot of white people just like force it, and when I see, uh, it just it makes me cringe because you were saying this before. There's different tiers of white people. Yes, you mind breaking them down? So it's like you have white people, like. uh you know, like the, the Chads and, and you know. Brads or whatever they call Yeah, them. Chad, Brad, William. Yo, it's always like, it's always a name that gets broken down into like one syllable for, for white people. It's crazy. And then there's Karen yeah. for the women. Yeah, you got like a Chad, Brad, Will, Sam. You know what I mean? Those are all like white names. Have you ever met somebody that wasn't white named Sam? Uh, yeah, I think they're Sam Mills. Who's that? <laughs> Some old like linebacker from the NFL who was black. Samuel Jackson. Uh, Samuel this Jackson. Is Samuel you know what? Another... Whatever. But you know, if you think about ninety nine point nine percent of the time, Sam is the same white guy. <laughs> Probably yeah, in a the... frat. Where's yeah, bro? Yeah. Actually, I could agree on that too. Yeah. Because the Sam even here that we work with. Yes. Bro, I've seen him outside of work. Typical Sam outfit. Yes. Berries, khakis. Some type of golfer tee. Yep. Not gonna lie. But yo, but uh 
it, it's bitching yeah. about their parlays. Yeah. You said what did you say talking about their parlays? Oh yeah, yeah. bro. He's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all my buddies, bro. Swim. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, here here's Just my question. Infant, I got before I answer answer the question that, that you asked me to to talk about the different levels. Yo, have you have you ever noticed? Yo, there's only white mics. Yeah, th- yeah. Like I know a bunch of white mics, right? And they're just like hood ass or Kenny ass, or they're trying to be hood ass or Kenny ass white dudes. Okay. Have you ever heard of a of a like? Yeah, it's white Steve or hey, that's white Nick. No, never. No, it's always it's just, white Mike. Yeah. Because crazy, maybe because right? it rhymes. It white Mike. It's it sound it goes together. White it, yeah, it, it flows, together. but yeah, yo, flows. here's my other thing, right? Why is it that I know like 12 blacks? Like, yo, it's my boy Black. Like, <laughs> at what point did you adopt that nickname? And why is it that every black is the same dude, too? <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? So, yo, prime example, right? Like, uh, my cousin Janilo's dad, Karan, right? His nickname's Black. Okay, yeah. then you got Josh Sean that I played uh, football with and shit, um, you know, when I was living in Connecticut and everything. His nickname is Black. I can name a bunch of people whose nickname is Black, and they all are pretty much the same dude. Just like White Mike is the same. Just like Sam is the same. You yeah. ever notice that? Like, like, it's crazy how we group this shit. Yeah. I don't know. So, man. back to the question. Break down your yeah, CT of moment. I'm glad you, you, you reeled me back in. Uh, okay, so different levels of whites. Hold on. Uh, Red Bull. Mm. Okay, so different levels of, of white people is like you have white people who have never, like, seen a black person ever, right? Perfect. You got, like, the Chads, the Brads, the Sams, and then you have fucking – White people who are like kind of in the know, and then you have like Manila white people who are like me and you. Okay. And it's like you can always tell back to last episode by their greeting. Okay, let me ask you this, right? Because we didn't talk about this. This is a question for Diamond here, right? Okay. Have you ever noticed a white dude who comes into like your group, like a, a, let's say you're in a circle of friends talking, mm-hmm. right? And they'll say to their friends. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going? And then they go to you, my man, or something like oh, that. Yeah, bro, just out of the ordinary, just like what's popping? Like, like you know what I'm why? You don't say why? Why are you? Have I ever done that to you? Nah. See, it's crazy because I'm I keep it consistent. I'm the same person all the time. Or do you have white people come up to you trying to talk about sports, specifically basketball? Because I've seen this happen before. No, I I actually haven't because I really don't play basketball myself and like. People that uh, people that I hang around that are like predominantly white. They they know I don't like basketball. I don't don't play basketball. But a random white guy, I'm pretty sure he'll say something about basketball because I'm tall and lengthy. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> so, Yo, I, I me... see that shit happen, and it just I just want to crawl under a table and cringe. <laughs> so, so let me add, let me ask you this, right? Let's say you're you're in a group of people. Like, let's say you're out out in the field or whatever. It's a group of people talking. They're talking like politics or some shit. And like race comes into it, and like yeah, you know whatever, and they're like, yo, right now, what do you think? And like just because you're, the, literally the color of your skin, you seem they seem to think you're qualified to like talk on whatever that topic is. 
Nah. Never? Nah. But you, he's a different kind of white dude, though. He's in the infantry. It's completely different. Yeah, yeah like, all of them are retired, so. Like, oh, yeah. So they don't really touch on, like, on politics. And, like, all we talk about is, like, <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. But babies, kids, uh, females, obviously. Of course. Um, sports, rape, you know. And wow, we're gonna have to shit. beep out a lot of that. Sports, yeah. rape, same category. That's good. <laughs> Not even. We definitely have we're to beep that yeah. out. Shit like that. Oh man. How, but how no, is- it's like I've seen before where it's like a conversation will be. I want to say where this happened, but I know that people are gonna be uncomfortable about it. But let's just say I was in a place where there was four white people. There's one older black guy there. They're talking about. Um, I think it was they were talking about affirmative action. Do you know what that is? Who are you talking to me? Yeah. No, I have no idea. So I might be paraphrasing, right? So I'm sure someone's going to write in and correct me. But it's like, okay, like let's say it's a – I think it's kind of an outdated thing anyways, but not really. I can get into that for the next topic. But basically, fucking, it's when you have like a job opening – and let's say your company is, you know, you have to fill a demo of like, oh, yeah, I know you what know, you're talking about. Yeah, 30% white people, 30% black people, 30% uh, Spanish, whatever the fuck it is, and then 10% other. Like, you have to do it. So, whether the person is the most qualified or not, you have to take them on for whatever. So, I think that's what we were talking about was affirmative action. And me, I'm just sitting there listening, doing my thing, whatever. And uh, they look over to the dude and they're like, hey, black, right? Right? Like, what? Do, yeah, you, you agree? And he's like, what the fuck? Like, all of a sudden, he got made the subject matter expert because he was a black dude. I, I don't understand how that's a thing. <laughs> that happens to me sometimes. Coaching. Elaborate. They'll, they'll drag me in on conversations that they're talking about rap music, assuming I don't know anything <laughs> about it, and be like, yo, coach, who you listen to? And then I tell them, they're like, oh, really? Like, yeah. And you're like, yeah, Kenny Chesney. And they're like, what the fuck? So we expect <laughs> no, like, different shit like that. No, I've been, I've been dragged in the conversations like that. Oh, same. You know what else bothers me is like every dude now, right? And this is something that I think we might have talked about like off off air is like um, every dude, when they get to know my background and shit, decide that I need to know about all their tough guy shit and every fight they've ever been in and that they got a friend that's in a motorcycle club. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. It's like, like an alpha male thing. Yeah, like, you know, and my thing is, I also don't understand people who as- will associate themselves with a quote-unquote tough guy or, or uh, yeah, my, my cousin, he was in the mob, or my fucking, my uncle was in a motorcycle club, and they think by association, somehow, like, there's a telepathy there that makes them tough. <laughs> Bro, you know what? We never, like, you mentioned, like, being in a bike club and shit like that, but we never even done. I think we got to do a whole episode just you talking about the whole shit. Nah, for sure, man. I could. We could definitely get into that. Like we kind of just but, touched here and there, but I feel like we got to do a whole episode on that because. I gotta listen to that one. Hell yeah, you heard him. I said I got to listen to that one. I, I uh, my father was saying like fucking. I don't know. Was it six eight months ago? He wanted to get in and, and talk about the shit because it's like, you know, I, we share a lot of the same opinions with it, and then we differ on some of the opinions with the shit. And it's like. Yeah, we definitely should deep dive into it. I'm I'm into that. Yeah, we got we definitely got to do that one. Yeah, because a lot of people ask me, but my thing is like, now, you know, it's just I don't know, 
like, I don't want to be tough. And then this led into another conversation about kids, right? In that, that same conversation, they were like, yeah, you know, my son needs to toughen the fuck up, blah, 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 blah. You know, he talks all this shit and this and that, and he got fucking ragged at school, whatever. And I'm just like, uh-huh. And they're like, yeah, right, Nick, like your kids are tough. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't want my kids to be tough. My kids aren't tough. My kids are, are tight, right? Like they're not going to let something happen to one another and they're not tough. Like my kids don't start shit. They don't talk that shit. Devon has a little bit of a mouth when it comes to sports and competitive shit and things like that, where like he doesn't realize his surroundings or realize that he's crossing that threshold from a kid into a, like a team. So when he's running up and down the sidelines at one of my football games, talking, oh, you fucking suck to like a, a guy on the other team. Like he doesn't realize that, you know, you're just about at the age where that dude could peel off and fucking come and, and, and put the hands on you. You know what I mean? Where I'm going to have to jump in the shit. So it's like, I can't just be like, oh, yeah, no, he's just a kid, man. Fucking, you'll fall back before I give you some fucking these, these hands. Just like the day you fucking stone started that shit with Marty at the gym. You know what I mean? And I had to jump in. It's like you're crossing that threshold where you might be responsible for yourself. You know no, what I mean? But is, dudes don't like dudes nowadays don't give a fuck. They'll put hands on a kid, too. Yeah, and then they'll catch these fucking hands in return. But here, my whole thing is back to back to the topic, CT. Um, basically, it's like they're like, "Yo, I want my kids to be tough like your kids." Well, I don't want my kids to be tough. I don't teach my kids to be tough. I teach my kids like principles, like a standard that I do not fluctuate from. It's like, yo, you're never gonna let anyone, you know, fucking get in your bubble and make you feel fucked up. But yo, someone's talking that shit. Let them talk that shit because they don't want the confrontation. Like, my kids can genuinely, genuinely fight the, from the youngest on up. Actually, the youngest is probably the scariest. And the thing is, is like, they're not going to let themselves get bullied or punked or anything like that. But I don't want my kids to be how they want their kids to walk like they're 10 feet high with fucking two chips on their shoulder and fucking. I, I don't want that. And they're so surprised when I said I don't want my kids to be tough. I, I want my kids to be smart. That, that's what I care about. I beat the beat in their heads. Like I said last episode, English fucking schoolwork work ethic so it's like i just think that it just comes with it like you, know, you just you can't make your kid tough we know that for a fact like yeah. we've seen friends parents try to toughen their kids up quote unquote. Well, how many just, times you heard thing. how many times you heard people come up to you or i or any of us stone and be like yo teach my kids how to be tough like you guys teach my son bro, like you guys so many times so i've been so uncomfortable bro diamond says so embarrassing my thing is i've been so uncomfortable at times where it's like, I'll be talking to somebody who has a, a son that's in my age bracket, like when I was younger. And they're like, yeah, fucking, if my, my kid can only fucking be more like you. I'm like, yo, 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 like, chill out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, relax. Everybody's different, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that, I couldn't imagine, bro. Couldn't imagine. And it, I mean, this, this ties right into our next question. Next question says, explain the first fight you've been in. First fight? Um... I know mine. I don't know. Like, right, like a, actual fight where, like, both of you guys were both throwing hands, like, connecting or, like, just, like, a scuffle, like, on a playground type of deal. Like, first one you could get, you could remember, really. Yeah, I got knocked out, bro. You did? Yeah. Sixth grade, yep. Talking shit at lunch, man. And um, it was, like, I think it was, like, the first week of school, so, like, everyone's just fresh, right? And I, I uh, accidentally stepped on this guy's shoe, and I was, like, like, I just brushed it off and, and, and was like, my bad, bro, like, type of deal. And he was like, my bad, my bad. Like, 
I just got these shoes, da, 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 da. and then I was like, well, just clean them, bro. Like, you know, like, it's not that big of a deal. Dude dropped his whole plate of food, bro. Like, hothead at sixth grade. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, yeah, and we square up, and next thing I know, I get hit with, a, like, a right elbow, and I just black out, bro. And, like, everyone's just around me, like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, bro, like, I didn't know how to fight back then. Like, I'm, like, 12 years old, bro. Like, you know, yeah. like, yeah, bro, it was bad. Embarrassing. Really embarrassing. Dude. Did you get knocked out since? Was that your only time you got knocked out? Oh, uh, I got knocked out uh, twice here in Denver, actually. That's good. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I pick my battles wisely now. I'm not gonna. Hey, lie. you got to. Yeah, for real, bro. Like, I'm probably the first to admit, bro. Like, me being knocked out hella times, like, yeah, it took. It's kind of taught me a few things. Not gonna lie. That's right, dude. My my thing is. I don't remember when it started. I just remember I I think I fought with like Reggie Holly in like kindergarten. Had to be. And, Sounds like a monster. Huh? Had to be. <laughs> yeah, and then because I fought so much that in fourth grade, Miss Walker's class, I remember I got into a fight with this kid, Cameron Glimpf, right? We got into a fight in the hallway. I go, I get put I get suspended, I come back to school. Uh, he's talking shit or whatever. I fight Myron. I forget what the fuck. Myron, Myron's last name is Craig. Myron Craig. Fight him. So then as I'm getting written up, Sean Barry, who's actually my cousin, was sitting there like laughing about the fact that I, I just got back from suspension. I was going to get suspended again. So I ran across the room and I punched Sean Barry in his head. So then I fucking, I basically got suspended, came back from suspension, was in the process of getting suspended again. Remember Mr. Hafford? Sounds familiar. Yeah, he anyways, he was writing up my referral in Miss Walker's class. I didn't think it was funny to get laughed at. I ran across the room, socked Sean Barry in his head, and then fucking got suspended again. While I was on suspension, they had uh, mom and your dad go into the school to talk to them. And then they transferred me to fucking Spencer School, where <laughs> on my first day, I got into a fight with a kid named Brandon Mishler. Also fucking came back from suspension from that. Got into a fight with a kid named Jacob Melhorn, then fucking came back again. I got in trouble a bunch of more times to where they ended up assembling a packet of all of my referrals from McDonough and Spencer. And then they were basically like, you're going back to McDonough to back to your school district. And there's nothing that we're going to do about it. And stay the fuck out of trouble. So fifth grade, I was all right because I had the hot teacher, Miss Barron. Remember? And then fucking... I was okay. I didn't get in much trouble, but then sixth grade started off and I got in a whole bunch of more trouble in sixth grade until they sent me to Thomas Edison for seventh grade. And there I was. This was school in Jersey. Yeah. But yeah, I, dude, like, Bro, that's a lot. I can remember, I can, I re, I, after I got this question, I was thinking about it. Like, I can remember my first fight and it was, it was in first grade. And a week before this fight, I remember so vividly, you taught me how to turn over and punch. Like, what the fuck first grader can turn over? Like, knows how to turn over a punch, right? Right. So we're at the blacktop in McDonough. If anyone knows McDonough Elementary, yes. there's probably a handful of white kids at the school, right? In the past 10 years. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes, basically. So I can remember being on the at the basketball court. Three kids come up to me, pressing me, you know, white boy this, shit like that, whatever. Now, you have blonde hair and blue eyes for those of you with, with who the don't bowl know cut. what you with look like. With, and you had a bowl cut. 
and you'd be wearing a Jets jersey ninety five percent of the time. Oh, I wore I wore jerseys every day to school, every day. Yo, Hunter had fucking red before, and he would wear them with a Jets jersey. I don't know what the fuck our mom was thinking about. <laughs> anyways, I'm sorry. Our black top, McDonough. Fucking so, anyways, Jets these, jersey, bowl cut, blonde hair, blue eyes. So these three kids, you know, they're they're pressing me. You know, white boy this, white boy that. And I'm like, oh, these in my head, I'm like, all right, these motherfuckers want to fight. So literally, I'm like, okay, Nick just taught me how to turn over. So I just hit him with a left, turned it over, hit the first dude, boom. The other two just looked at me, and that was it. That was it. They walked away. And so, you were good for like years after that. Oh no, no. So then, the, so then we get back to school that day. So they're like, all right, motherfucker, tomorrow we're coming. To, you're getting, we're stabbing you tomorrow at school. There you go. Dude, that was actually yeah, okay. This is in first grade. On, yeah, carry on. Moral of the story is they ain't like I didn't. I, moral of the story is I didn't get stabbed. Yeah, but ever since then, like, yeah, that kind of started my started my career and getting into school fights and shit like that. But honestly, Dude. people really didn't people really didn't fuck with me like that after that in elementary. It wasn't really until middle school people were trying me again. But after that, I had no issues at McDonough. Middle school, it was bullish job, bro. Like, yeah, it was but it, so what's wild, speaking of middle school, it, it's like I got into a fight with the same dudes so many times that it was like fight, retaliate, fight, retaliate. So for those people who don't know the story, like I would fight this kid, Chris. All the fucking, time. Yes. He would try to get me jumped or whatever the fuck. My fucking father would show up at the, at the bus stop type shit and, and – not on some normal dad shit, on some get off the bus, here, hand me your bag and go fucking, go fight all four of them. And I'm like, okay. And that this is a true fucking story where I was supposed to get jumped. A bunch of people got on my bus that weren't from there, even for Meriden shit, because I was coming from Thomas Edison. So there was like three or four different towns slash cities that went to that same school. So I'm supposed to get jumped at the bus stop. And I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. I, you know what I mean? I, I shot my father a fucking call. Hey, man, I'm getting jumped at the bus stop when I get off at 410. It's like, all right, cool. Didn't give me any other guidance in regards to it. I get off the bus. I see my father's there with the fucking uh, Woody and and one other dude. And uh, I go off and I'm like, all right, cool. Like, at least I didn't get jumped today. We'll figure this shit out tomorrow when I get to school. I go, my dad goes, all right, yeah, give me your bag. Give me your coat. All right, just go into the group and just fucking set it off. And I was like, okay. I wasn't going to be like, well, uh, mm, uh," I was like, all right, cool. And then I just ended up giving out the fucking work that day. And then that sparked it all because anytime I went anywhere, because we all lived in the same fucking area, I would be fighting, 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 fighting. And then what would happen is fucking fucking beating the brakes off of fucking one dude. He would throw a brick through fucking the, the jag window. Oh, my right? God. Yes. Then that shit fucking, was bad. That was bad. Dude. Right. So then I would go fight again. Right. In retaliation for them throwing a brick through the car window. And then they would stab all the tires. Then I'm like, bro. So now I'm fucking, I would go and do some, it would just, it kept revolving and revolving. It, it like, it never ended for years. Then I remember I was in the, uh, the junior Olympic championship, my senior year of high school. And I hadn't seen some of the dudes cause they had basically gotten in so much trouble. They had to move out of state with their you know, other family, whatever the fuck. And yo, I go and I'm warming up and I hear behind me, Man, for however many times we fucking fought growing up, you better be knocking motherfuckers out tonight. I turn around, and it was that kid, Chris. He had lived in, like, North Carolina for fucking years. And I'm like, oh, shit. And it was cool. Like, I fucking, we, like, dapped each other up, and I went and fucking won the shit that night. But the whole thing is, it's like, it, 
really, I don't even remember how it started or why we started fighting. Bro, it's funny because it's like that that went on for a while, and it not only was your dad on your ass, my dad was also on your ass to get that yeah. get back. Yeah, and so then, you had no choice. Yeah, but the, the funny shit about about your dad, my stepdad Mike, is like. He would tell me, oh, listen, we're fucking get in the car. We're going to drive down here. We're going to go fucking, uh, once you see him, get out of the car and, you know, beat the shit out of him, whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. But then we come back to the house. Mom would fucking lose it about having to pay for a windshield or whatever. And he would have to play the card in front of mom and, like, yell at me, too. I'm like, yo, oh. I'm like, dude, can you, like, stay consistent with me, please? Jesus Bro, Christ. Funny you say that because one time. I was in uh, I was in middle school and I had to do like a report on some for Duke Ellington or something like that. And I'm like, yo, it needs to be done today. So we go to like to the public library. Basically, I just go ahead and copy and paste right off Wikipedia and we forget to white out one page. And it had like the Wikipedia link up top. And I didn't know. And I submitted it to this. I gave it to my teacher. Uh, they call no. me to the they call me to the office. I go in there and dad's sitting in there. And oh, they're coming boy. at my ass about plagiarism. And this dude, he's yelling at me with the principal. And in my head, I'm like, this motherfucker's the one who printed it. Dude, I remember. Did we close that garage door? <laughs> oh, no, but he can't hop the fence. Barbed wire. Oh, yeah. Now, there's a guy trying to jump this fence, but it's all razor wire. So I wonder how he's going to do it. He's trying, Hunter. Man, I wish we had visuals. There's a, <laughs> there's a, a Mexican dude here. Younger guy with a backpack on. Oh, Diamond might get it on tape. He's trying to jump the fence, but there's literal razor wire. You should film that. That's pretty wild. But, yo, there, I was in sixth grade, right? And I, he made it? Yeah, he's not going to make it. Yeah, he's mad. Now he's going to walk around. He's pissed. But, yeah, so anyways, fucking, I remember on the way to school, uh, your dad was like, yeah, you know, stop getting in trouble for dumb shit. If you get into trouble for a fight and you're suspended or whatever, that's one thing. So I took that as open invitation to where I'm off for the rest of the week. So what I decided to do, first fucking period, Mr. Osiki science class in Keglin, I just start a fight with fucking Tyson Hogger for no reason and get suspended. And then your dad's come back and pick me up and he's pissed. I'm like, dude, you just said that this was okay. What the fuck? And like, yeah, I just... Yeah, out of control, man. Out of control. Like, there was a point he literally gave my middle school teacher permission to put hands on me if I kept acting up. <laughs> like, Yo, no you're never going to believe this. The dude made the fence jump. Oh, uh, yeah, Dude, he's right over there. He made the fence jump over the razor wire. Where is this? At your house? No, no, no. This is at a job we're working at. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But shit. All right. We let's, Should we just close off on one more of the questions we got submitted? Yeah, we can we could dive into something else. What you got? Uh, let me see what we got. Like some of these are deep. We might be fucking sitting here forever talking about. Well, let me read this one. This is this is a submission for me. It says, "What your weekly allowance need to be to become my sugar baby?" With love from Big Bubba. Wait, run that back, Hunter. This is what it says, Hunter. What would your weekly allowance need to be to become my sugar baby? With love from Big Bubba. <laughs> so it's just no that's it my answer is no no and no all right that's so it. let me ask diamond hey what would your weekly allowance have to be for you to be big bubba's sugar baby that was an announcement uh, an uh, anonymous submission that we got for hunter my weekly allowance 
was the first uh answer? But you answered. Oh, wait, I didn't yet. No, so I'm the first answer. Well, Hunter answered, but I can't tell you what he said. Uh, sugar baby. For a guy. Weekly allowance. It, it's it's for a dude though. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay okay. Know. That's normal nowadays. So like it doesn't have to be that high in the allowance, you know. I think a week give me like two point five k a week. That'll be fun. Yo, honestly, I might be able to rock with that. <laughs> he said, honestly, I might be able to rock with that. The thing is, is it would take a million dollars for Hunter to start an OnlyFans. For him to start OnlyFans? Yeah, it would take me 10000 This is all our OnlyFans, like, like dick out. Like. With Bubba? No, no, no. He said with Bubba. No, 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 no. This is just in general. I said 10000 He said a million. But he would take. Twenty five hundred a week to be a sugar baby. What do I have to do with this? What do I have to do with it? Like, what does this consist of? It all Yo, that also with, depends. With, with yeah. sugar or no sugar? He said with or without the sugar. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I'm not really trying to do nothing. Just like pay me and that's it. But okay, okay. Let me ask you this: What if he doesn't want any physical sugar, but he wants to go out together, things like that? But he wants to post you on his social media as. His sugar baby. No, nah, you have to post him no. two once a month. No, no, fuck. Yo, no. Diamond said that's fine. He said he's, he's cool with that. Yeah, what's your dollar amount? Like Still two point five. Got a price. I give it a vote to like three because now he said three, three with pictures. Three grand a week with pictures. So now yeah. I'm act as if I'm, you know, really trying to like pursue something with this guy. <laughs> You're, I'm only in it for money. Yo, I, I hope you can hear him. He stepped out of the fucking studio here because he has a smoking addiction. No, nah, I heard him. What's he smoking? A black and mild? Yes. That's nice. I know some dudes like that. Where's he from? He's from Jersey. Uh, I'm surprised. I thought he was going to be like from the Midwest or something out there smoking a, a black and mild. Just casually at 135. Oh, no, it's 1130 your time. Right. Fiend. Yeah. No, it, it's definitely something. But he's one of these infantry guys. It's weird, man. They do weird shit. Yeah, that is that is true. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how they be. Like I said before, I don't know how these infantry military guys get down. Yeah, they're a little different. But I mean, for me to be a sugar baby, bro, I, I think I'm I think I'm above the sugar baby age group. Nah, it depends. What if it's like an old man, like seventies? It could be eighties. Like I don't know. What if you had to marry him to be eligible? Fuck no, no, no nothing. I have to know. Just ugh. What about all right? What about this? You guys have to go out and get dinner twice a week together. What's your price on that? Um, I, it all depends. Like, there, there's so much else that goes into that. You know what I'm saying? Bro, because it's like, I hear in, like, L.A. and shit, there's old men paying girls, like, five grand to go to Starbucks and get coffee with them. He's a high-dollar sugar baby? He said, are you a high-dollar sugar baby? Me? Yes. But why? What do you have to offer that's so special? Like, but it depends. Like, million? I'm not. I don't get down like that. Yeah, me neither. But I'm not. No, no, no. Nah, I can't. I don't even. I don't think I can bring bring myself to it. But it's like, what are the like? What are the rules? Like, what what do I have to do? What has to be involved? Okay, so if you're listening to this and you wrote the submission, can you give us more details on what you would need? So we can determine a fair a fair price. Yeah, and then, right. then then we'll discuss it later. Yeah. Okay. I'm with that. Hey, last question I have for you. I meant to ask you this earlier. Yeah. So in uh, I think it's Ohio, 
they uh with the whole like affirmative action type thing they've added this this stipulation to the fire department where they need to hire a certain amount of trans firefighters thoughts thoughts on that yeah um my thing is as long as it's the same score requirements as everybody else that's my take on it because what i do know oh, yeah. with this affirmative action thing based on what i learned is like so if you want to bring in more trans people, you want to bring in more these people, blue people, yellow people, they can score a lower test than the standard. That's what I'm saying. And I think that's the concern. My no, concern. Think, okay, cool. You want to bring in more more diversity, but I think they should be required to score the standard score that everyone else My is. thing, though, is like, why are we basing this shit off of like, why are we basing it off of who's working? My thing is like, yo, let's base it off of the applicants. Like, why would you put out we're now recruiting, you know, trans firefighters? Like, I don't understand that. Like, why wouldn't it just be if you have an applicant that's qualified, take the applicant? Yeah, it's funny you say it, too, because, you know, the, the Steelers head coach, Mike Tomlin, black dude, right? Mm -hmm. He faces criticism. And I was listening to him on a podcast that he doesn't hire enough minority coaches. And he said, honestly, I don't care what color they are. I uh -huh. hire the person best fit for the job and fits my my goals and shit like that. He's like, I don't care what color they are. I want someone who's best qualified that fits right. my system or what I want to do. And that's what I believe in because when I went to school at Springfield, so the Springfield Police Department has the same thing where they want to bring in bring in more minority officers. But then again, their their score is significantly lower than their standardized score and then the big problem in the springfield police department is corruption and shit like that mm -hmm. so, no and i and i get it i mean it's just i don't know i don't think it makes a difference is like if you're actively recruiting uh firefighters and i happen to be in ohio and i'm fucking trying to get dragged out of a burning building but you have this person uh born as you know a uh, woman who grew into a 105 pound, you know, Sarah, who is now, you know, 105 pound Steve, just because you identify as something else, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you're going to pick my thick ass up and drag me out. Exactly. I don't, dude, listen, just keep, I don't care about, I don't, I, I don't mind, I don't care who it is who gets a job, but just like keep shit the same or you're going to get shit results when you have, when you're bringing in people who don't meet the qualifications that you have set in stone you know what i'm saying right no i agree i agree a thousand so, percent that's just my thought on it i know i doubt any of our listeners the listeners we have are gonna be offended by this but this is just facts like right that's what i think no for sure and then the last 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 thing what are your thoughts on peel back or crack back blocks oh this is my favorite because you know i was famous for this bro i think a crack back or a peel block peel back block is one of the hardest things to pass up on Yes, because I said, dude, even when I was in like when I was in Spain, I got a 15 yarder for it. But I mean, it was right there. It was like it's yes. hard to pass up. No, and it is. And it's like if you tell me you haven't been peeled back on, you've never played real football. Yeah, you never been out in the field like that. You might have just been watching from the bench. Yo, I got hit in a kickoff. I was on a kickoff team. I broke down to fucking I mean, like the perfect breakdown on the returner. And Rashawn Watson fucking came across and peeled back on me, damn near knocked himself out, and fucking broke both of my thumbs. <laughs> like, how the fuck? 
bro it's like it's banned now but it was just like it's just like one of those things that if you turn on the football from the early 2000s and shit bro that's all you see motherfuckers getting blindsided like right and if you don't know what appeal is real on the field yeah if you don't know what appeal back is brief description is like hypothetically if you're a receiver or you're a running back or you're in whatever these position where you're downfield and let's say you're running back comes out with the ball, your quarterback starts running with the ball and someone's chasing them and their eyes are dead set strictly on the person with the ball. They don't even see you coming and you just run opposite direction of them and just lay the wood on them and completely fold them up. It's, it's now banned for good reason, but it's like something that I always kept in the back of my mind. Like if I was going to be on any type of special teams, cause it happens all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And then especially being at a slot or a receiver or, or even at, at the running back position, it's like when you're out there and you see your quarterback boogieing, like you always protect your quarterback. He's like the princess fucking most protected golden child of your team. So if he's trying to fucking take off with the shit, you don't want anything to happen to him. So if he's getting run down by somebody fucking twice the size, you're going to give it to him. And my thing is I got a fucking 15 yarder last Sunday and seven on seven in the fucking Olympic city league, which is a super highly fucking competitive league. Um, I just consist of dudes that are on the grind that are either arena or semi-pro guys or guys who some that play overseas like Hunter does. It's this big mixture um, dudes who are fucking playing in college and in these schools in Colorado, whatever they just, they have, teams full coaching staff the whole nine an announcer it's on a beautiful field with turf the the whole shit right and then fucking uh i'm playing i don't know if i was wide out or slot but i'm running a backside drag right which is just you know simple basic ass route 90 percent of the time on a backside drag you don't even get the ball but i'm running this drag full speed and i see our quarterback rolling out to the right and he's fucking getting hawked by this fucking big ass defensive end and he this guy keeps setting off lights and stuff but he's getting hawked down from the back. And Can you hear me? Yeah, go back. You said he was getting hawked down. Oh, yeah, my bad. He was getting hawked by this defensive end. And as he's going, turns up. Uh, That's it. I just fucking, I turned, peeled back. And I fucking hit this dude with everything that I had, all 200 plus pounds of me. And sent him feet in the air into his own people off his sideline in front of his girl and everything. And I didn't feel bad about it at all. Do you have a yeah, video of it? Set the tone for the, the whole game. And I got the 15-yarder and, and got warned that uh, that, that was going to be that. Because it's a fucking 7-on-7, seven seven, which is a – it's a – It's a skill position league, you know what I mean? So it's like you don't really see shit like that. And I just had to uh, – You there, bro? Yeah, you kept you keep clicking out. Be you back? Yeah, because people keep on calling me. But yeah, no, I came back and I fucking and I just peeled back on dude and lifted him into the fucking into his own people. Right. Do we have a video of that? There is going to be a video of it, so I will have that and we will put that up. God, that shit about to go viral on TikTok. Oh, we are gonna we're gonna put it up. And if I have to give a fucking like a uh, what's it called a um, like a voiceover to it, I, I will most certainly do that. And then we can determine whether or not what I did was dirty or whether it was okay. Yeah, we'll leave it up for the listeners. Dirty or clean? I like it. See, for me, 
Bro, if I see a crackback and it's like like you describe, he's running down the quarterback from backside. It's like, bro, it's either I fucking smoke him or he's gonna smoke the quarterback. So, yeah, it's that's either gonna thing. be you or him. And if you on the other side, it's probably it's gonna be you. Yeah, you and don't want to be the guy standing there while your quarterback gets fucking taken down, and you're just like looking over, him like, hey, sorry, put your bro. hands up, like, yo, what happened? Yeah, I, I didn't want to get that 15 yarder, dog. Like, nah, fuck that, you bro. Know what I mean? In that situation, you just got to smoke it and just hope the ref don't call a flag. And if he does, you just got to take that. That's one of those things you have to take for the team. Because I guarantee the next time around, that dude's going to be keeping his head on a swivel not to get his shit blindsided again. Oh, yeah. Our quarterback wasn't getting hawked after that at all. Bro, I'd be hating the worst shit is when the quarterback throws a pick and you're running trying to get the guy who picked it off and the whole defense is just trying to lay straight blindsides. Yeah, and that's the thing. So it, it's very gray what fucking crackbacks are allowed and what aren't. Because special teams, it happens every fucking time. Yeah. And especially if the quarterback throws a pick and you're a receiver coming off of a fucking post and you see the ball going to like the nine, you're getting jacked. Like that safety is coming down and going to fucking tee off on you. But oh, that's 100%. Okay. So it's just fucked up, man. They, you know, stop handcuffing the offense. You know what I mean? Here's the thing is like, blo- yes, those, those blocks are illegal, but rarely do you see anyone ever pass up on them. You just got to know when to do it. No, of course. And you, right. You just got to send it. Fuck it. You just send it every time. Just fucking ask for forgiveness after. Or don't. Just be that guy. Just send it. Fuck it. Who cares? Hell yeah. So yeah, man. Signing off with if you don't have $25, you shouldn't be having sex. That's it. That's it. We out. That's it. Peace. Peace. Stay black. <laughs>